family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. Do you want to diversify your investments? Then visit squaredfinancial.com and explore great opportunities. Hello, Mr. Timbekwayo. It's Zakia from Durban. I am so glad that you realize this is not your podcast and it's our podcast. But thank you for building this home for all of us. You ended with asking us to build a tribe of positivity. I would like to add to that, if I may. Or, in the words of Beyonce, let me upgrade you. I found that gratitude is a very powerful fuel for positivity. You see, behind every calamity or red flag, there is a lesson, which is always a blessing from Almighty. So we stay winning, perpetually. In Islam, we have a phrase, it's called, it is, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. And it means, surely we belong to our Creator, and to Him we shall return. Have a great week. Hello, family, and welcome to this week's podcast. And that was a fantastic intro by Zakia from Durban. Zakia, I think we've connected on this podcast before. So great to have you once again, and thank you so much for those beautiful words that you've shared with us. We chose Zakia's testimonial today because it actually fits perfectly with what it is that I want to discuss on our podcast here today. So, family, today I want to talk about missionaries and mercenaries. Missionaries and mercenaries. First, let me just say that I'm almost sure today's controversial, or rather, today's podcast is going to be controversial. Because some of the thoughts and ideas that I have to share are a different perspective about how we think about the spread of ideas. Secondly, I want to say that I don't posit anything I'm going to offer here today as um, exhaustive. I think that there are various adaptations and additions to the ideas and knowledge that I will share here today. And I would love for you to share with us your thoughts and your comments as we roll out over the course of this particular podcast. Here is the subtext of the podcast here today. What is the most effective way to spread your ideas? Think about that. See, the world we live in today is the world of ideas spreading. Everything you know and have come to accept is an idea that somebody once had, and they just happen to find a way to make the idea socially acceptable, either through using scientific means or academia, or through using social means and acquiescence and traditions and culture. But eventually they got you to accept an idea and make that idea part of you. Simple ideas 
ideas about how genders relate, ideas about how different people of different faiths relate, ideas about which is the most effective form of politics, ideas about what is the most effective form of government and governance, ideas about what's the best form of music, the greatest type of music, the most fantastic musician of all time, ideas about what really constitutes real art and nonsensical art, ideas about what is long-lasting and what's ephemeral. Each of these are ideas. So the world we live in, then, is an amalgam of ideas. Ideas. Thoughts that somebody had that they've eventually found a way to make so socially acceptable that each of us hold them to be true. But they are ideas. Hmm. You ever thought about this, right? The idea, for instance, that the construct of a family must be two people of different genders. Where does that idea come from? The idea of a community must have inside it a church for it to become a community. Where does that idea come from? The idea that a country must have a government for it to be a standalone independent country. Where does that come from? Each of these ideas at a point in time started out as somebody's idea and thought and over time became so ubiquitous, so socially acceptable that today we accept them to be true. So then, today's podcast is to the ideas ferments. It's to those of us who start things from new and are building things for the future. For you, I offer you this phenomenal advice. Find in your crowd and in your crew missionaries and mercenaries. This is subject of my next book, so now that you're listening to the podcast, you are literally getting a scoop from the scoop that is in the book. You see, when you want to take over a territory, there are things that you do to take over the territory. There's a way you move, a way you act. There is a way you've got to get the people in that territory to become a part of how you think. I want to just pause here and go way, way, way back. Back into time. <laughs> the 90s babies will know what I'm talking about. What we're going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. <laughs> this is why you guys miss me every time we don't do this podcast. Like, my DMs just fill up with people going, Where's this week's podcast? Because we have so much fun doing this. So, it wasn't until the Roman Empire that the idea of a colony was born. You see, every kingdom and empire prior to the Roman Empire would go into the territories of its enemies and would take over the territories of those enemies only for the purpose of taking the people in those territories and bringing them into the center. The Romans, the Roman Empire, thought to itself, rather than go into the territory, as did, for instance, the barbarians and the vandals, whose modus operandi was about going into the enemy territory, 
destroying that which you couldn't make productive, taking that which was productive and bringing it back into your own kingdom. The Romans figured out, what would happen if we went into the enemy's territory and rather than destroy them, we converted them into Romans? In other words, we could build an empire because everywhere where we conquer, we would rule. We wouldn't leave the land barren. We wouldn't leave the land unused. We would own it and we would make it a productive part of the empire. I interrupt this broadcast to bring you breaking news. So here's what we're doing. We're so excited by it. We've decided that we're going to do a video podcast. And in the video podcast, we'd love to have you as listeners of the ideas that matter participate on the podcast. So how do you get a slot on the video podcast? First, email us on info at soundandsounds.co.za sound in singular and then and sounds in plural.co.za and send us a testimonial about what the phenomenal podcast that is Ideas That Matter has done for you. Let me tell you up front, I'm not the one making these decisions, but the office will help us and they'll make sure that we get all your information. And we'll choose five for the first lot just to sit with you. I would love to hear which episode has done what and added which level of value in your life. I'd love to hear which episode you've tried and tested. What idea did you try and test and what's worked? And I'd love for us to start putting some faces to this phenomenal community that we've created. So, family, from this studio, right here at Sound and Sounds, I bid you sayonara, and I look forward to seeing you at our video podcast. Cheers. Think, for instance, here about, for instance, the British Empire, which is then many years later. Even that, the very basic idea was go into the territory and convert those people. Convert them to what? Convert them to your system of ideas, to the way you do life. And how do you do life? Well, you do life by how you do community. You do life by how you do church. You do life by how you do money. You do life by how you do love. And you do life by how you do leisure. These five constructs are the basis of how societies are constructed. They form societal norms. So then, let's imagine you and I wanted to take over a territory. How would we do it? See, there are some roles for which you need a missionary, and there are other roles for which you need a mercenary. If you want to go into the land of a people you don't know, whose language you don't speak, whose cultures and customs are foreign to you, whose deities are unknown to you. The most effective way to go into that land and to dominate it is to convert those people and their belief systems. It's not to conquer them. So this is, for instance, why Constantine figured it out with the spread of Christianity. He worked it out that if you wanted to spread the Roman Empire, one of the most effective ways to do so was to use Christianity as a basis for this.
Because then as you went into different territories, you converted not only what those people thought, but even, more important, you converted what they believed. What they believed. Fast forward centuries later, and even there, the same. When the British, for instance, were conquering the rest of the world, or the Spanish, or the Germans, or the French, embedded in their quests for colonization was converting what people believe. Because if you want to really conquer somebody, it's one thing to own their body. It's something else to own their mind. But it is all together a very different experience to own their spiritual existence. What it is they fundamentally believe about the soul that occupies the flesh. Think about how powerful that is. So what do you do then? Well, you take a few men. It was in this instance. In today's world, you could choose whichever you want. And you give them a book. And in this book, you profess that this is the truth of the world as we have it. And you say to these men, go into the world of the unknown and evangelize this gospel. Teach everybody about our God and convert them. Let me make the point here that I'm a deeply devout Christian, so I don't come at this podcast by taking a perspective. I'm simply offering you a lens of thought. And then what happens is as your missionaries go into these towns and they set up the church and the church sets up a school and they educate the young people of that school in their language, they teach them about their God and they convert not only the flesh, but all the more together, they convert them at a spiritual level. They convert what they believe about the fundamental spirit, the missionary. Recognize, though, that if conversely, you and I wanted to take over, let's say, a mineral-rich country that was run by, you know, some general who wears four stars on his shoulders every single day and he flies around in a, you know, kind of guarded, armored plane and he drives in an armored car and he's got bodyguards everywhere and he people salute him. If we want to take over that country... It's less effective to send missionaries. It's more effective to send mercenaries. Mercenaries. Mercenaries are well-trained men of the gun. These are army men, typically old retired soldiers, who have now taken their skill and have converted it into soldiers for hire. Those are mercenaries. So, just so we're clear, if I want to go and take over a country, and do it quickly, and do it ruthlessly, I send mercenaries. But if I want to go and take over the people of the country and convert them, I send missionaries. Do you get it? So here's the question for you. The thing that you're building, the team you're building, the business you're building, the product you're selling, what's the most effective way for you to spread that idea? Do you need missionaries or do you need mercenaries? Because recognize it's really about the right tools for the job.
Sometimes you need to send missionaries into the thing. These are people who will take a while, they will convert people, they'll get buy-in, they'll do change management processes and all the rest of it. Sometimes you've got to send mercenaries into the job. These are the guys that go in and say, I don't care what you believe, I'm now in charge, I'm taken over and that's it. Final note on missionaries and mercenaries. Missionaries work for the calling. Mercenaries work for the cash. <laughs> so if you're going to hire a missionary, you have to get the missionary that fundamentally believes in what they're about, and they will work because they believe in the cause. But if you're hiring mercenaries, they don't have to believe in the cause. You just have to pay them well enough. And by the way, if the mercenaries get to the other end and the person you've sent them there to overthrow pays them more than you do, the mercenaries will change their agenda and they'll come after you. It's just the name of the game. So today then, I want you to really think about as you're building, those of you here who are founders and business owners, those of you here in this podcast who are managers, managing people, those of you here who are leaders in whatever construct, look in the construct of your team and ask yourself, who are the missionaries and who are the mercenaries? Because they work for different things. Missionaries need to know what the mission is. They need to know why it matters. They need to know where it's going. They need to know how it's going to make a difference. Mercenaries simply need to know what's the way in, what's the way out, how much they're going to get paid, and how long is it going to take. Missionaries and mercenaries. In my experience, I've seen so many people get this wrong, where you deployed the wrong kind of tool or the wrong kind of thinking for the environment that you're trying to influence. And as a consequence of this, you don't win and because you don't win, you think the strategy was wrong when often the strategy was right. You just used the wrong tool. Missionaries versus mercenaries. So as you know, we started building VT Club 100. And what a phenomenal experience it's been. I'm glad to report to you that I'm actually doing business with some of the people now in VT Club 100. We're, you know, setting up new businesses and signing ventures and opening up businesses in different parts of the world. You know why? Because the fundamental truth of it is that the people in VT Club 100, as I imagine is the case with most of us in this podcast, we here are missionaries. We believe that ideas actually matter. That's why we're here in this podcast. We believe that we can influence the world. We have a very high sense of what we call self-efficacy, the belief that the self and the self, to a larger extent, is in charge of the outcome that I want. And because we believe that, we congregate around this idea that we can influence our environment rather than be influenced by it. We, all of us here, are missionaries. We're missionaries in the church of ideas that matter. We're missionaries in the gospel of self-efficacy. All of us missionaries. There are podcasts out there that are mercenaries. You know, people that go on podcasts, and if you go and check the title of the podcast, it's people's names, because that's what the podcast is. We're going to talk about so-and-so, and then so-and-so, and then so-and-so, and we're going to attack so-and-so, and we're going to make fun of so-and-so, and... -so, and 
talk about the other person and that'll be the full podcast it's basically a gossip session recorded with a video and published online i pass no judgment because as a free market keynesian economist i believe this the market is never wrong the market might not tell you what you like but the market is not wrong and those podcasts and platforms exist because the market wants them who am i then to cast aspersions it is to say though that those are different podcasts for different tools right friends family that's our podcast for this week and i hope you've enjoyed it so go and make a note of the people you have in your business and your team the people you have in your life and check out which of those people you believe fit into missionaries and mercenaries who's there for the mission versus the money who's there for the calling versus the cash and once you know that you then know how to move and who to treat where and how by the way final note before i leave if you're going through a tough time don't go to the mercenaries and tell them they'll leave because they're not loyal to a calling they're loyal to the cash find the missionaries the people in your life who believe in what you believe and go to them right friends family that's our podcast for this week i hope you have a fantastic fantastic week and until we meet again sayonara relax trade and take it easy visit squaredfinancial.com and unfold a world of opportunities.